Hi, this is Savio. I've been seeking answers to some of life's most perplexing questions my entire life. In 2014, I was diagnosed with stage 3 cancer. And ever since, I realized my calling existed outside of what I knew to be familiar. This podcast is your home for survivors like myself and those who are searching to find meaning to their why. In season one, the show includes coaching sessions with those from all walks of life. The intent is to show the human experience in its rawest form so that others may glean insight. Nothing is rehearsed or has been edited. As a board-certified wellness coach, my job is to ask the deep questions of those trying to make sense of their place in this fractured world. I believe life speaks to us in different ways. Many of us listen but don't know how or where to begin. As someone who has crossed the bridge between life and death, I say simply, begin where you are now and get busy living. If you liked today's episode, I would appreciate it if you could share it. Be sure to tag me at The Human Resolve on Instagram so I can reciprocate in kind. So without further ado, welcome to The Human Resolve Podcast. In Season 1, Episode 5, entitled The One Whose Peace Was Stolen, Sheila wrestles with a recent injury and the fear surrounding it. She realizes that relinquishing control will set her free. Hi, Sheila. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. And yourself? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. Um, so what would you like coaching on today? Um, maybe just like the direction of um, possibly how to deal with these difficult times that, that we're in right at the moment. Um, I feel like some days, and especially because um, I guess I have other things going on, like I broke my wrist, so I feel like, and I'm not working and things like that, and I find that um, because I'm home most of the day, you start, you become a little bit more in your head, and um, just how to do, um, live life a little bit better with not these distractions that kind of overtake my thinking. Okay, so what I'm hearing from you is sort of with everything that's going on in the world, there's a lot of distractions and you just want to find strategies to minimize that or make it better. Am I correct? Correct. Okay, perfect. So when you think of these these sort of uh, images of distraction and stress, what does, give me some imagery or some words that describe that. Um, like being uncomfortable, not knowing um, what the future is holding, um, returning to work, how things will change, um, and just where do I see, like how do I manage um, not overthinking things and using um, better ways to have a better situation or a better lookout on life and not feel so much into my head, too, too much overthinking, I believe, I, I wind up doing, and then it goes to the fear of the unknown and keeps snowballing and rolling and rolling that I feel like I have no way to stop that um, momentum. Hmm. So when you, um, it's very interesting what you're saying. So when you think of sort of this momentum and sort of finding ways to alleviate that or that sort of craziness that's happening, what would you like to get out of today's session? What would be like a success for you? Um, maybe just to have a better way of um, maybe minimizing those, those distractions, um, hmm. finding peace and just sitting in self, um, finding a way to kind of talk my way off, like down off the ladder as opposed to keep climbing higher and higher. Just finding ways to find some peace and to, to um, not let the 
the roller coaster or the momentum of the snowball to keep getting faster and faster to slow things down to maybe just sit in the moment and to refocus and regroup so what I'm hearing from you is sort of this idea of refocusing and regrouping to sort of slow that momentum. Is there anything you're doing right now that helps that? Um, sometimes I can um, I could do some like meditation, but sometimes I then I start to meditate and I'm like, well, I should really be doing this. I should really be doing that. So sometimes it's that um, anxiousness that kind of just um, throws me off. I can't find the... the um, just the, the the kind of way that I just want to sit and be still. Mm-hmm. I would love to do a little quick exercise with you. Are you game to doing it? Sure. sure okay. So I just want you to get very comfortable in your seat. Okay. You can sort of soften your gaze or close your eyes, whatever is comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to take three deep breaths in and out. I just want you to also notice your breath and try to see if you could quiet down the breath. And I want you to visualize in your head the most peaceful imagery you can think of in your life that you've experienced. And I want you to describe it for me. Um, it's a peaceful lake. Um, actually, it's Lake Mead. It's very, um, with just the mountains around you, the calmness of the water just the um, beauty of the skies just being completely blue, no clouds, and just beautiful water, um, blue, blue, beautiful water, and there's just a certain calmness and peace um, running through it. Are you interacting with this water? Um, I'm kind of just relaxing on the boat and just listening to the boat going down the towards the narrows, which is the smaller part of the lake where it becomes a little bit um, narrower and narrower and the the, the height of the, the, the mountains and just the rocks around you just become like higher and higher. And it just, you just hear the water just of the boat and the motor running and it's just very relaxing and peaceful. Are you by yourself in this image? Uh, no, there's other people but I'm just sitting on the back while I can hear them talking in the front of the boat. But I'm just looking at the water um, gliding along the side of the boat and just the water, you know, running off the back. Are you at all in the water? Do you want to get in the water? No, I'm just actually relaxing. The seat is set back and I'm looking from the back of the boat just as the water is going past me. Okay. Um, now, this might be really strange, but is there any way you could, I don't know, talk to yourself in that image? Can you talk to yourself? Um, I can. I just look at the beauty. I just have how beautiful and relaxing the area is and just finding peace in the moment. And I just feel like my body is actually very calm and still. Hmm. Is there anything in that moment that has a message for you now in your life? Um, that if I guess I really truly put myself in the position and take the time, um, you can slow yourself down. 
Mm. Anything else? I just find like that that the water is very just calming and settling and that I'm not really anxious or fearful. I just feel like I'm just in a relaxed um, area and I just, I'm finding peace within myself and everything is shut off. All the, the background music in my head is shut off. And this peace and relaxation that you keep talking about, does that exist anywhere in your body? I feel like in my heart it does. I just feel like there's, there's my, my, my head and my heart are, it's not racing. I'm not feeling oh. anxious. I just feel just a, a sense of calmness. Is there like a shape or a color to it? Very blue. Oh, why blue? Because I, I feel like the um, the sky and the water just match one another. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Anything else that, that, you, that you're seeing or feeling? Just really a sense of, um, of escape, a sense of not running from, but just a sense of peacefulness and that, um, I guess, sense of just being calm and in the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was to throw a wrench in this and say that the, an obstacle came by, I don't know, the Coast Guard, what happens to you? Um, I guess I would just be wondering what they wanted or maybe that they're there to go help somebody. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the way I feel right now, I just feel like they're just out there doing their job mm-hmm. and um, that they're maybe just making sure everybody's safe on the water. Okay, so now a bunch of noisy youngsters come by drinking, yelling, screaming. What happens to you then? Um, I just feel fearful that um, they're going to make uh, not great decisions because of um, alcohol being involved and that they'll find themselves doing things that they normally wouldn't um, be doing if they weren't um, drinking. Are you still relaxed, though? I actually am. Ah. I feel very relaxed. Ah. Is there anything that would make you feel less relaxed? Um, possibly knowing if my kids were on the back of that boat. <laughs> Okay. All right. So now that we have this sort of um, vision in your head, how do you think you could bring that to life now in your life? Um, I guess when I'm speaking to you and you're you're highlighting these points of relaxation and finding my way to sit um, comfortably and to to back away from the daily life and to to just find peace in the breathing and to Mm. concentrate on that breath and to slow yourself down. I feel like the three deep breaths really kind of, um, that I really not so much concentrated, but I was paying attention to the deep breaths and that they were, um, making me feel a lot calmer. So it kind of settling, bring myself into a place of peacefulness and to, and then to start working on those images of, peace and calmness, it all work together to find that, that inner true relaxation. Mm. And you mentioned this breath, this breathing thing. How did it feel in your body, this breathing? At first, it was tough to kind of, I guess, because when you, when you don't realize it, when you're breathing, just it's just the breath. But when you 
concentrate and focus on the breath, you could find yourself slowing the breath down and then like inhaling and, and filling up your lungs and, and relaxing and, and finding the the sound of the breath and the feeling of the breath. So I feel like it, it just starts to um, bring everything to that you're concentrating on the breath and it's it's backing everything down and it feels like it's just making you a little bit more calmer and a little bit more relaxed. Oh. So you mentioned earlier about sort of stresses in your life. Give me one example. Um, I guess examples are, um, I guess for myself, because I, um, I work, you know, in a business that I have to use my hands and stuff like that. And, and right now we've been out of work and it's just like, am I, is my hand going to get back? Okay. Will I have any kind of side effect? Um, how will that affect my job? Will I be able to be as good at my job as I was before? Um, you know, it, it really starts to snowball a little bit more. And then just because there was other things that happened in my, in our, in my life over the last couple of weeks, that by being home by myself and everybody else heading off to work and, you know, doing their things in their life, I kind of find myself like, so where do I go from here? You know, what what's my next move if I can't? pick up where I left off. So those are the things that really cause stress in my life, the fear of the unknown and the fear of getting back into what was so briefly stopped in March. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious here because you mentioned this sort of image of the boat. Do you think in that moment of you being in the boat, you're thinking about anything else but being in the boat? Um, yeah, I actually kind of just um, took the time to really enjoy that moment and kind of um, say there's a lot of things that I can't control and a lot of things that I don't have um, I, I don't really have any control of, of the future or the way that things look like for the future mm -hmm. and I guess by sitting on the boat and started to look around and started to recognize what I do have as opposed to what I don't have Ah. Uh -huh. And, and so what is it that you do have? Um, I do feel like I've been successful. I have, you know, um, a roof over my head. I, I can support myself and my family. I can, you know, put food on the table. I could pay, pay my bills. I'm not in a, in a place that I'm um, struggling. Um, I might not be where I want to be, but like I'm certainly not where I guess I used to be. Um, I just feel like, so when you start to look at all the things that I have, um, it's really not all that bad as opposed to the things that, you know, I don't know is coming down the line from here on end. I don't know what the rest of 2020 will bring us. And I just, you know, have to start to recognize that um, there are a lot of blessings. There are a lot of things that I have in my life that I should really be paying attention to as opposed to the things I have no control over. So this version of yourself on the boat, what would it, what would it say about this issue with your work and your hand? What would it say? Um, it would say to stop overthinking things. Um, <gasps> there's a reason why things are happening and, and the situation you're in. And maybe it's just supposed to be just that. Maybe it's time to to just sit and not be so 
crazy busy all the time. There's a reason why things happen and I don't know what the reasons are. I don't know if things will change for me in the future or they'll continue, go right back to where they were before um, COVID-19 started or um, is, is there going to be a different change, a, a shift in, in what I'm supposed to be doing from here on out? But sometimes like you, you have no control over certain things, but sometimes they are blessings in disguise, I guess. And how does that sit with you, that wisdom that that self gave you? Um, I feel like once I, I bring myself to the point of recognizing that, um, I could start to um, unloosen some of those chains that feel like are holding me back or things that I don't have control over. The um, My mind and body starts to lift in a way that says, you know, don't focus on on all these these things that could be just focus on maybe where you're actually right now and you have a lot more things to be grateful for than to be worried about hmm. and you mentioned these things about sort of having a roof over your head being successful in what you were doing what else do you have um, um i have you know great family and friends and support um people that support me people that um i know i can help out with um, helping them through some of their difficult times. I'm always there for other people. I, I kind of, um, and I do things with purpose. I feel like I do things to um, help myself. By helping myself, I feel like sometimes I'm, I'm actually helping somebody else. Um, I don't know. I feel like if, if you really kind of get out of your own way, um, I just feel like things come a little bit, a little bit more the way they're supposed to as opposed to me kind of controlling to where that I think they should happen. Mm -hmm. I love the way you put that, controlling the way you think it should happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I, let's just say, had some magical powers and I created a, a miracle for you, and the miracle was uh, your, your hand is better um, than it was before, you know, now it's totally healed, what would life look like for you? Um, I guess it would look um, pretty much maybe the way it was before, mm. but maybe not as busy and as as um, crazy as it was before. Mm. My and why kids is that? Always tell me you need to slow down. Ah, interesting. Do you believe them so, when they say that? Um, they say that to a point, I guess, and then it's just the way I've always been and the way I've you know, always have been. And I don't know, I guess, um, doesn't mean it, it's supposed to be that way, I guess, all the time. Maybe there is some truth to listening to your kids and then saying that you need to slow down a little bit and they need to enjoy life a little bit more. That it shouldn't be so much, um, you know, get up, go to work, come home. Like, you know, you should be able to afford to give yourself some time to um, enjoy the things around you. Okay, so so now so let's let's play this out. So now your okay. hand is all healed, right? You never went through this situation. Your hands all healed. Would you be doing the same kind of work? Um, probably because I enjoy what I do. Um, mm -hmm. I enjoy meeting new people all the time. Um, I enjoy you know seeing different people and seeing how their lives are changing, or you know whether they're getting grandchildren into their lives or they're going on a trip or. You know where they've been or you know 
where life is taking them and stuff like that. So I enjoy what I do because I meet a lot of different people all the time. Um, so would I change that? Probably not. I'm a people person, so I feel like I, I need to be in a, at a place that isn't um, maybe like sitting at a desk all day. I like to enjoy people coming and going. Okay. So Sheila, unfortunately, that was <laughs> a miracle, which I don't have special powers for. So right now, since you can't live that, right. what do you think you could do to make yourself still feel fulfilled? Um, I guess I still, you know, I still try to make things happen, maybe just not as quick as I, I would like them to happen. I mean, I'm still cooking. I'm still cleaning my house I'm still doing the things I I'm doing but I'm not doing as quickly as I normally would mm -hmm. so I do find other ways to do the things I can with the situation I've been dealt with okay and that is um like so my hand I can't do a whole lot of things but I might take maybe 15 minutes to do the same thing that used to maybe take me two minutes so I just feel like you know, when you, I guess they say when you get lemons, you make lemonade. I mean, I just feel like I just may take a little bit longer to squeeze those lemons, but I will get the job done. I mean, I feel like there's really no other alternative. That's just who I am. And some things, um, you know, I just do things slower. Maybe that's the, the thing at the end of the day that I will learn to uh, relax and knowing things will get done. Maybe not as quickly as, but in a decent time frame. I'm gonna try another kooky experiment with you. You ready for this? Sure. Okay, just get relaxed again, whatever makes okay. you comfortable. Eyes yep, closed if you good. want, or just soften your gaze. Yep. And I want you to take those breaths again, as many as you need. Okay. And I wanna do a quick body scan. So I wanna start from the top of your head, then to your eyes, then to your nose, then to your mouth, then to your throat, then to your top of your body, then to your arms, and I want you to get to the hands. I want you to breathe into the hands. Just take three deep breaths. Can you connect with this, this pain in your hand? Um, I can. Okay. So tell me what you're sensing and feeling. Um, I feel like a little bit of throbbing is going on. Um, okay. In, in my in the hand that's hurt, my other hand feels fine. Um, okay. I just feel like a little bit of throbbing, a little bit of um, just pain. Can you quiet down that pain somehow? Um, I guess I can. Okay. Try. Oh. Do you think it has a message for you? Um, I don't know if it really has a message for me. Maybe that maybe things shouldn't be so painful if I maybe slow down that um, to take times to accomplish things in a different way. I'm not really hmm. sure if that's what the message is or. Do you have a message for it? Um, 
that the pain I'll work through. Um, <laughs> I definitely get through it. I have no choice. Um, maybe that will, you know, learn to relax a little bit more and maybe just be a little bit um, more mindful and take some time to just slow things down. Mm-hmm. Now that this particular hand is in pain, is there anyone else in your body that sees an opportunity? Mm. Not really. I mean, I just feel like the, the breath thing, I feel like, slows things down and kind of just mm. calms down when you start to, you know work your way down the body to just breathe and relax and breathe and relax. I feel like it just Mm. kind of all kind of like melts away or kind of just like breezes down to the next part that you start to get more and more relaxed with each breath that you take and each um, Mm. concentration that you have on each body part as you breathe your way all the way down to your feet. Mm. Excellent. So now that you sort of are in this sort of waiting period of your hand being healed. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you think that you could do in terms of action steps to make things happen in your life? Well, I guess just positive affirmations, positive thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and how does that look like? Um, for me, I feel like I try to live in the best positive um, way of looking at things through um for myself, anyway, I feel like I, I have to engage myself and other people with um, the idea of everyone's going through something and to um, lead like my myself with a, you know, maybe somebody reacts a certain way to me and not to take offense to that, to kind of just um, know that maybe they're going through something and I have no idea maybe what that is. And maybe I'm just the person that, you know, Maybe it was in the way at the time of their thinking of of their reaction to something that maybe have happened to them. Mm. Mm. And that reaction is something happened to them. Do you think that there is something in there that they could glean from you, from your experience? Um, possibly. I mean, I, I feel like everybody should have a little bit more respect and kindness for one another. Um, I feel like that you should... You know, again, with slowing down and taking the time to recognize that everybody's got something and everybody's trying to deal with whatever that may be. And maybe to step away and to look at each other in a, in a different light, to look with, at each other and with a, um, a different motivation and a different outlook. Don't always be so quick to judge people. Um, give everybody, you know, a bit of a break because I feel like everybody has something that they could possibly be going through. Hmm. So earlier you mentioned sort of maybe using a couple of breathing, and then you mentioned now affirmations. How would you use affirmations? What would you do? Um, just to to reaffirm to myself that you know maybe people aren't doing things to me. Maybe they're doing things because they're in their own kind of space and have their own situation happening. So to to reaffirm myself to not think like is it's not really all about me. I'm not the world and the world revolving around me. Maybe everybody's got a situation or maybe something that, you know, maybe somebody was in a store and somebody kind of aggravated them and then they walk out and like, I'm the first thing that they see. So maybe they're going to try to take it out on me, but 
I really don't want to own somebody else's um, problem or situation. So I have to kind of um, not look the other way, but kind of just see it as maybe they have something that, that's happening within themselves. Mm-hmm. It's happening within themselves. And how does how would how would you sort of use that as a benefit for yourself, thinking that way? Um, maybe the next time that maybe somebody aggravated me, maybe not to, you know, or somebody got my space out, I really kind of took offense to that, you know, think it through, like, don't be so quick to, you know, again, breathe it through, talk it Ah. through, um, reaffirm it through your, your actions and your situation and maybe take a couple of breaths and then move on to the next and feel like that, um, those breaths to kind of tone down the the reaction I might have had before I um, actually work through the situation or the or the the um, action I might have taken if I didn't work through that situation. Mm. So, take me through an example. So tomorrow you wake up, right? It's you know this is the next day. What does the day look like for you? Um, get up, you know. Do the usual stuff, make the bed, all that kind of stuff. Had breakfast, um, you know. Possibly just see what the day brings. Maybe call a friend or something, or see, you know, what my family is doing. Whether we're going to go out, um, maybe for, maybe not at this time, but out for breakfast, or go out on the boat for a little while, or just take a ride, go to the store, maybe figure out what we're going to have for the um, a barbecue or something like that. Um, I really don't kind of. Um, I do kind of plan things, but not really as much as I used to, because now that mm-hmm. I'm not working, things, you know, I really have like all day, every day <laughs> until um, things get back to some sort of normalcy for me. But um, I guess I am taking the time to um, enjoy what's happening and to um, to just be in the moment and to, you know, see where the day brings me. Mm-hmm. And so what if you I don't know, put on some news and something crazy happens? What happens to you then? Yeah, you know, I try really not to watch too much news and try to watch too much of that because I feel like it steals my peace. It steals my, mm-hmm. um, I feel like right now they don't really wait to, everybody's first thing is that they just want to put out the news and I feel like they should really wait till they get the actual um, the details and everything like that. Everything is so instantaneously that I feel like they're not really reporting all the news. They're just reporting glimpses of the news. And I feel like that, that I really don't like to put myself in that situation mm-hmm. until the whole story can be played out. And even then, they just cut it in bits and pieces as to um, as to what they want to put out. i got to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Lately, I haven't really been watching the news because I just feel like it's a lot of it is fear. And fear sells. And I feel like it, it just steals, steals my inner peace. Mm-hmm. And why would I allow that to happen to me when I could just shut it off? I just feel like it's not really um, not really purposeful for me to mm-hmm. kind of watch all that stuff because again, it, then it it like kind of like boils over into my life into how I feel about certain things. And then again, I start having reactions to like arguing with the TV or just you know giving back my my feedback on what I feel is my opinion on that and it really doesn't serve me any purpose so to be honest with you I kind of just stay away from it hmm. okay so in terms of accountability for yourself how do you think you could be accountable for all this stuff that you talked about today um, 
you know, just when I when I get up in the morning, I just kind of, you know, walk myself through the day. Let me be the best person I can be. Let me not offend anybody. Let me not hurt anybody. Let me um, try to be there for somebody, you know. And at night when I, you know, go to sleep, I say my prayers or say, you know, my affirmations to to say, I hope I didn't offend anybody. I want to, you know, get a good night's sleep so I can refresh my, my body that I could be my best tomorrow when I get up and, and, and give my best to the best of my abilities and live life with purpose and, um, you know, do, do the right thing to whether it's for myself or, to, you know, if I'm helping somebody else out. But always live life with some type of purpose and some type of meaning and to try to just be as true to myself as possible and to be as helpful as myself as possible to someone else. And doing this, what do you think you gained? Um, I feel like I just gained like peace. I feel like I gained um, just knowing that, you know, the world could be a mess, but I just got to make sure that my, my life is... Um, live with purpose and that I instead of like being the mess I'm, I could be part of the message to change those oh, wow. things in life you know um, I feel like from every mess there should be a message and that's what we should be taking away from life that yeah. um and and that's my job you know I feel like sometimes to carry that message to possibly you know enlighten someone else's life or to to guide someone else to to a point in their of their life that 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 they may be struggling through mm. I love this mess to message. It's like beautiful. I absolutely I know, right? love that. Uh, it's really, really good. How do you think, given the fact that you mentioned that your hand is not at full capacity, how else do you think you could have the mess turn into a message? Um, by, I guess, just, you know, um, taking any of that, any of the things that are out of my control to try to um, reel them in and to try to be a power of example to try to, you know, um, to like even when I, you know, show my kids like, so they say like, oh, you know, you can't do this now because your hand, well, there's a lot of people that have um, disabilities or things like that, that maybe only have one hand and I see them walk through life and, and, and work through life with purpose and guidance and and do things with what they have. So I said, you know, for now, I, I have two hands. One is not so great, but you do the best with what you can with what you have. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it just, you know, I might not get as done as like quickly as I possibly can, but I could still get it done. I just feel like it, you just have to try whatever, whatever you can to, to move forward, to do the right thing. Are there any resources in your life where you could turn that mess to a message? Um, are there resources? I feel like just talking to other people and to, huh. um, you know, to guide other people. I feel like sometimes when you might be struggling with something and you maybe feel like, it, you know, maybe you're embarrassed by whatever that struggle may be. Sometimes when you share that moment with someone else, I feel like they might be struggling through the same thing that you are. But until you share that, they can't get into your brain to figure out what that is. But by sharing that, you can maybe take maybe their mess and my mess and make a message out of both of us and sharing something that we could both kind of build on and kind of help one another with. Any ideas how you can share that? Um, 
I mean, I guess you could like with, you know, with the, um, if you wanted to go out and do like speaking commitments, you mean like that kind of way? Or um, I just feel like, you know, just even talking to my kids and, and uh-huh. sitting to them and, and showing them that, you know, you shouldn't really, you should be able, you have a voice for a reason. I mean, and you should use that voice to change other people's um, lives, but you also have two ears and two ears to listen to. So sometimes you have to be doubly, um, I guess, uh, looking out to, there's some things you really need to absorb. That's why you have two ears that to absorb all that and to listen to all that. And you have one mouth to, to put that message out there. Yeah. Can, can I offer you a resource if it's okay with you? Yeah, sure. I'll take it. Sure. Um, so you, mes- you mentioned again and again this sort of great idea of message the message. And you mentioned your hand is not at full capacity. Is there any way you could do videos or go to social media and talk about this? Um, I guess you can. I mean, you could say that, you know, you've, you find yourself in this situation, but um, you've seen through other people through their, their steps and the, the struggles that maybe you see people on the street with, you know, that are walking with crutches or, you know, have, you know, some kind of disability or something like that. And I watched them and they seem to seem to go through life, you know, beautifully and seem to work through things that, um, yeah, you could put that out there and just say, you know, I, I'm watching and learning from other people um, with, you know, ways to deal with the situation that I'm in. And I feel like um, I could share that with other people on social media to say, you know, here I am. I I didn't think I could work out, and but yet, I reached out to the trainer that I was talking to, and I said to him, you know, how do I work out? He goes, well, then do it standing, or don't, you know, when it comes to this part, do something else. So there's other people too that kind of give you the information to um, take what you have and try to just work it a different way. Hmm. Are there any obstacles to getting this message out? Um, not really. I feel like social media today, you could put your message out there. You could share those links with other people and um, share that information with other people. And, you know, eventually, you know, between the people I know and people that share other messages on Facebook and, and different, you know, um, social media places that it does get out there because I see, you know, sometimes something somebody puts something out there that there was two or three and then it's like three or four million people that have seen that same message and keep passing it on. So everything is possible. <laughs> everything is possible. Um, I'm curious, what would you, now that you sort of talked about all this and your original question with sort of all that sort of um, sort of anger or fear or just sort of unknowing or not knowing what's happening, what's happening now with you? How do you feel about it now? Um, I feel more relaxed and more at ease. I feel like... Um, by talking things out and starting to recognize um, situations that I feel like it's almost, um, it feels good to, to speak to other people and to, to get rid of those, those situations that you feel like you're struggling with. Mm-hmm. It's almost like um, a good purge of like your, your, your feelings that you're holding on to and then speaking to someone else that you, you kind of find the tools and the, notion and the information to kind of move forward with um things aren't so bad and i just feel like you you really you take the things that you're thinking in your head and putting them out onto the table and you really start to work through them it's like having a deck of cards and taking out the hand you're dealt with laying them all out and say all right how am i going to use these two aces to you know give myself a full hand and and you know what cards can i throw out that 
really serve me no purpose anymore. Uh-huh. So what's the what's the first card you're going to pull out? Um, what's the first card? I hope an ace. <laughs> <laughs> and what does the ace mean? Um, it means like it's got any kind of value to it. You could use it, at, you know, maybe use it as a 10. Maybe it's got like a wild card situation. So ah. you could use it as like, it could be any number. So you're uh-huh. not, you're just using it as an ace. I could use it as a king. I could use it as a queen. Okay. I could use it as an eight. If I want to do like a blackjack hand or something like that, I could mm-hmm. definitely switch it up. Okay. So out of all the things we talked about, what's your ace? What's the one you're going to pull out? Um... What am I going to pull out? How about a queen of hearts? Ah, and why a queen of hearts? Um, just something that's um, red. It's uh, got some, it's got a heart to it, so it's got a lot of love. Um, it's that, that mother position, because it's a female, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and it just has um, that love you look to, to and that um, strength you want to have, because I feel like... Mm-hmm. I know my mom was a, a great strength for me. Huh. She had 12 kids, so she really wow. came, you know, yeah. So I just feel like that's who represents, you know, when I see any kind of strength or any kind of things like that, I just feel like that would be her. Huh. Uh, she was much and more, so I feel like that's why I have a lot of her strengths and a lot of her abilities to um, able to juggle things and to get things done in, in a way that um, is always behind the scenes. She doesn't did, didn't used to make like a lot of, um, didn't bring a lot of attention to herself. Was always kind of like in the background doing the best she can as a nurse and as a mom. So I just feel like she was always that person that would always kind of just, you know, you knew she stopped by your house because she dropped something off. She didn't have to knock on the door, but you knew she was there. She's just that kind of person. Excellent. Excellent. Wow. I really love sort of the picture that you painted in terms of, you know, the relationship with your mom. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, if you could caption sort of this moment, if you could give it a quote, what would it be? Um, I guess living life with purpose, happy, uh, joyous, and free. And, you know, we're coming almost to time, but what's your happiness, joy, and purpose right now? Um, I feel like just being a, a good person, a good advocate for others, um, and um, I guess always looking in, like, I, I always feel like life is, um, I always refer back to, uh, like, the Wizard of Oz, and the, they go through the whole, you know, to go get whatever they needed, whether it was a heart or this or that, and then it came to... Um, to Dorothy and she had those red ruby red slippers on and he said you know you never really had to you had the power all the time so I feel like we all do have the power and I feel like everybody's got ruby red slippers and I feel like everybody just has to figure out how to use them yeah and so what are your ruby red slippers um again to just feel like that I live life with purpose live live life um with some joy and some hope and if I could change someone's um, day to just make them feel special or to bring some joy and happiness to somebody else I feel like that's a that's a, uh, a good attribute to have and to um, 
to know that when I get up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, that I, I, I live life um, with, with meaning and, and um, find the best in everyone and find, you know, what joys I can and to oh, take Sheila. the hardships into, you know, doing the right thing with them. I really love that. And, you know, we're, we're coming to time right now. But yep. um, before we close, is there anything else you would like to say? Um, I just feel like this was a, a great um, moment for me to sit and just go through those exercises with you and to um, to really kind of focus on that breathing thing and just different things that you said, like to do different scenarios and things like that um, is a great takeaway for me. And to know that um, there is a lot to be said about, you know, wellness and, and, and keeping mindful and all that other things. I just think that sometimes we get away from it, but when you reel yourself back in, it's, it's, it's a wonderful feeling to have. Okay, wonderful. Thank you, Sheila. Yep. Thank Thank you you so much. You're quite welcome. Hi there. I really hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast episode of The Human Resolve. If you feel that others may enjoy this episode as well, please share socially at The Human Resolve. They can also visit my website, thehumanresolve.com, where I offer one-on-one coaching sessions, daily prompts to move in the right direction, sync directly to your smartphone, and a subscription to my weekly newsletter where I probe into the secrets from living smarter to feeding your three brains. If you could also help me out and give me a review and rating on this platform, because I do care what you have to say, I would really appreciate it. Now, get out there, my friends, and get busy living.